This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, Duluth edition. My name is Father Richard Kuntz, and I am along with... Cindy Jennings. Who is my co-host, and we are coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth on the lovely shores of Lake Superior on the campus of St. James at Stella Maris Academy. And we've had a great show so far, and uh, saving the best for last. We have a, uh, a guest here, David Bordner, who is a uh, person I've come to know in the last year and a half, who uh, um, uh, has... Um, had a journey, uh, a faith journey. But David, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I just want you to uh, maybe let the listeners know a little bit about yourself first. Just a brief introduction about who you are. Uh, Well, my name is David Bordner, and I came up from Chicago uh, about four years ago to Duluth. The reason I came was because uh, I heard a voice. I believe it was God or the Holy Spirit who told me after my wife died that I was going to move to Duluth and live by the lake. So after she died, Three months later, I'm living in Duluth and by the lake, and everything is, has fallen in, into uh, perfect harmony from that point on. Uh, I, um, I used to work at a utility. I, um, I retired from there. I uh, am a poet. I've been a poet since I was eight years old. And I build miniature castles. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, we say that Duluth, or at least I say, is God's country. And so, obviously, if you had this voice, you had this sense, you had this sense to come up to Duluth, which is, yes. which is interesting. So, it's like people don't normally get that sense to move to a particular place. Maybe speak a little bit more to, to that what was, that, ha- that was very that interesting. My, my uh, wife was dying of uh, cancer. And when I came to really believe that she was going to pass away, I threw my hands in the air. And I said, God, what am I going to do? And he said, well, I heard this voice, right? I always point to the same place in my head. (laughs) It wasn't a voice I heard with my ears. It was a voice I heard in my mind. And it said, you're going to move to Duluth and live by the lake. Had you ever and, been to Duluth? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I, I know nobody here. I, I actually have a stepson who lives in Ely, so I'm not totally foreign to it. I've, I've drove through it once be, you know, uh, to get to Ely, but no, I knew no one here. And coming here was really what you would call a leap of faith. Yeah. So, so you came here four years ago. I came here four years ago, and and uh, I actually uh, tried a couple of other faiths. Uh, a couple. Of, I've, I I was never I was never in a religion. I believed uh, over time in reincarnation, and I, and I understood. And now I understand that that was just a creation of my own to make things right. Um, I actually once I once I got to Duluth. Uh, I, I was I was searching. I didn't even know I was searching, but I, I finally found a religion, the Catholic religion, that answers all of my questions. And I never really seventy years I never knew that that this religion was as intense and robust and uh, the real thing. I never knew it. Well, let me, let's back up a little bit. So uh, you know, so you went. You joined, I'm, and I don't even know exactly, and we, we can get to this, but the journey that got you to RCIA last year. So you, you joined RCIA last year, and I remember you coming in, uh, you always sat in the very front, which was great, and your demeanor was always, you always have this great demeanor, which I, I, I it's very easy to pick up on, but uh, um, uh, I remember hearing, not knowing your story at all, I didn't know anything about you except for you were in the front row. And so uh, one of the sisters, as we were going through the year, 
I, I asked one of the sisters, sisters, I said, well, how about David up in the front? What's his story? Well, he believes in reincarnation. <laughs> so, so, it's like, so it's like, even at that point, so that I remember saying, I think I said something to sister. I said, I, said, I think we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing about that was, was once I was once I opened my mind to the fact that I didn't know everything, and I couldn't create my own story, um, I started asking uh, that voice, that angel, uh, the voice that, that told you to come to Duluth. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I started asking that voice. I'm right, aren't I? You know, uh, and I tried to convince that voice that I was right, and that voice kept saying. Think about it. That's all it would say. Yeah, Think yeah. about it. And eventually I, I woke up one day and I realized that all of that, all of that thought process that I had gone through about reincarnation was just pride. Mm-hmm. It was just pride. And after I put the pride away and put it on the shelf and just accepted the fact that Jesus Christ is my Savior, and I, if you follow him, that's all you need to do. Um, and believe in, in his story. Um, he will pull you through, and it doesn't matter what the future holds, because he's got me in his hands. Yeah. So let me ask you this, and I'll let Cindy ask a question, too. Is that, <laughs> it's that, so you must have, because, I mean, even during RCIA, you were still sister said to me well you know he believes in reincarnation so did you have a moment did you was there a precise moment like the like the voice in yes. your head was there a precise moment where you said ah there I was get it, there through was. rcia or whatever yeah, there it was. was and you know when it was it was it was after i i and see i never knew about i never knew about the holy trinity i never knew about the holy ghost i didn't know about all of really the important things and once i was able to uh, discern uh, about the the Holy Spirit and 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 come to grips with the fact that the Trinity exists, even though I don't really understand it. I kind of I kind of looked at it like this: the Trinity is like an atom; it's got a nucleus, it's got electrons, and it's got the space that yeah. holds it. Yeah. And and everything is made up of atoms. Mm-hmm. So everything's made up of little gods. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't explain that. Mm-hmm. You can know it. Right. You can feel it. But you can't understand it's it. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And that's the same way that, that the Holy Spirit uh, works. And, and um, once I came to understand that I knew nothing... Uh, I was open enough to understand that there's so much out there to learn. So mm-hmm. it it was a moment, and it really it it, it was an eye opener. How was your first winter here, and uh, how how did COVID, as far as COVID goes, and be, being kind of locked down? How did that did that challenge your faith at all, or did you? Uh, no, it didn't challenge my faith at all. First of all, the first winter I was here was a really nice winter. I love snow. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. it was great. We had, we had you know, tons of snow. And because I'm retired and I don't have to go out every day, I don't have to worry about snow. So that's a beautiful <laughs> thing in life. Um, but um, as far as COVID goes, uh, I believe that I had COVID uh, not too long after it came out, or maybe even just before it became known in the United States, um, my uh, spiritual uh, companion 
Uh, Teresa, she had COVID. She had that confirmed. I have never had it confirmed. Um, but that was a long time, uh, just at the beginning of COVID. And I remember I got really sick. But as far as the loneliness that COVID brought on, uh, before I met Teresa, I was, I was alone. And um, actually, I got very depressed for a period of time. And I knew it, but I couldn't do anything about it. And then um, that's when all the doors started opening to Catholicism for me. Uh, Teresa said, well, why don't we go to RCIA? You know, and, and we started uh, uh, doing that. And, and as he said, when I first got there, I, was, I, was, I even had a meeting with, with the sisters, uh, those precious sisters, and, uh, and Father Eli. And I was like, well, I can't become a Catholic because I believe in reincarnation, right? And, you know, he wanted to kind of back off on that, but eventually said, yeah, if you believe in reincarnation, you can't really be a Catholic, right. you know, because you don't believe. And, and uh, so that was, that was uh, I, at that point in time, I think I'd only been in RCIA for maybe, you know, three or four months at that time. And then uh, this thing talking uh, with this... Uh, angel uh about my pride um that came a little later so mm -hmm. so you know i mean a lot of people would be somewhat skeptical about well okay so he's talking to whatever this voice is in his head uh moved to duluth and he moves to duluth but the fact is is that the proof is kind of in the pudding a little bit as, as you said it's like you know i mean you randomly go to duluth and everything has fallen into place so Part of that is your, um, uh, as you referred to her as your spiritual friend, uh -huh. uh, Teresa, and so she lives in the same uh, like retired. Yes, we, uh, we we both live in a, in a condominium okay. building, and uh, uh, she's lived there ever since I moved in. But we really didn't start um, associating with each other uh, until maybe a year ago. So for th the first two years that I was there. I was still grieving, you know. I mean, I had to go through the grief process. And, and after that all washed out, uh, she was always there. Uh, actually, she had, you know, she, she's had uh, her eye on me for a long time. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. Right, right. I, but, but, but finally, I woke up one day and I looked at her and I'm like, wow, wow, <laughs> you know, amazing. So... Uh, that's worked out too, and and, uh, and she said, "I'm going to I'm going to drag you to RCIA." Is that what happened? Exactly. Like, no, no. She she said, "Look, uh, there's something in your heart that I feel is very, very um, uh, pure, and I want to get to know you, and 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 I think maybe you should go to the Catholic Church that I go to, and so on and so forth." And I've always been open, so I said, "Sure, I'll try that." And like I said, the the classes were. So filled with knowledge, so filled with the history, the history of of the church that it you know I never realized I never realized that that Christ created this church, and it's the original, it's the real deal, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you're so cute. I gotta tell you, <laughs> uh, what just popped in my mind is I heard about you and oh, Teresa. Uh, <laughs> I heard about you when I was getting my parish picture taken because you got your parish picture taken. With her, and yeah. I just think that's so amazing, and you're so full of joy. So it, it just uh, well, you know, and that's that's the thing. Uh, coming out of the depression that I did experience during COVID, this new joy that I found is just like it's like breath. You know, it's like 
I love it, you know. Yeah. And, and it has a lot to do with just being here and with God. Uh, and, and Father Kuntz has been so compassionate. Well, we're gonna, well I'm going to stop you at that okay. because we're going to take a break right now. We're, right. Uh, we're talking to David Bordner about his conversion experience, and we'll continue this right after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. You are indeed listening to the RPR Network. This is Father Richard Kunst with Cindy Jennings, and we are coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, and we are talking to David Bordner about his conversion experience. And uh, Dave, before we went into the break, we are talking just a little bit about the classes, and maybe uh, speak a little bit more to the, how the classes impacted you, These, which, okay. you, which you are still going to, by the which way. Which I am still going to, because I, I've realized that first time through, you don't catch everything. Second time through, I might not catch everything. I mean, this may be something I do... Almost permanently, have, I don't know. We have people on their fourth year right well, now. You know, and that's the, the beautiful thing about the classes is the openness and the, the, the way that you allow people to ask questions uh, without, without getting upset because they interrupt you and this and that. That's what I always do. You know, I throw my hand up and you're like, oh, okay, what's he got now? You <laughs> <We> never know. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, the classes are, well, I, I, from my uh, experience, each class probably has about 20, 
to 30 people in it. And everybody there is very interested in just learning. It's, it's, it's so, I mean, I hate to say it, but, but religion is so complicated, you need to really study it in order to understand it. And that's, I think the RCA classes may be like the initial step towards getting more involved and learning more deeply. But the classes themselves are invaluable. I, I think anybody who wants to become a Catholic should do it. And I think, really, uh, I don't know what the catechism for children is like because I never went through it. But it should be, you know, pretty much the same uh, um, synopsis because it, it looks good. They, you know, I will speak to these classes. You know, I've been in teaching RCIA for eons, it seems like, and these are the best classes I've ever been in. There's a real spirit about it, mm-hmm. and ever since we've joined with uh, the other parishes, our next-door parishes, and so it's very exciting. I love the classes, and, and so you went through a full year, and um, for whatever reason, you weren't ready to move in and uh, to the idea of Catholicism, or you just weren't in the place, but you got into the place this year, to where it's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this step. So maybe, maybe speak about how... Um, uh, how you were walking towards actually joining well, this year? I, I, I once I, um, once I came to know with the Holy Spirit, and once I came to know the Trinity, and once I got rid of all of my pridefulness—not all of it, but as much <laughs> as I could—I, um, I, I realized that I really wanted to uh, learn more, and so. Um, I, I'm, I kind of get lost there. Yeah, it's like, I guess the question is like, I mean, you were confirmed in December. So, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, so we just, we, you, you are a brand new Catholic. I'm a newbie. Yeah. You're very new. And yeah. so it's like, maybe talk us a little bit about these last steps before doing your confession. Then what was the confession like? And then getting confirmed. What led you to say, okay, now I'm, I'm going to do it right now? Um, Actually, what led me to it was was God. I've just been pushed in that direction. I don't really have a lot of control over this. Mm-hmm. This is, I don't know. It's just like I'm I'm just letting it happen, and it's happening. And I don't have a lot of. Uh, I don't I don't know how I got into it. Tell it just me, happened. Tell me about because you talked about this in the break. Uh, t- talk talk to me a little bit about your confession experience. Your well, my confession experience really like the, like the sacrament of confession. We're talking about reconciliation. Uh, the, the when I when I uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll when I when I uh, got into uh, when I when I started the confession and I and I read the act of contrition, uh, it I, I felt so sorrowful and so sorry that I. Had, of all the sins that I had had in my life for 70 years, and then all of a sudden, this bliss, uh, the Holy Spirit came and shared space in my body with my soul. It was, it was the strangest feeling. It actually came in. Everything comes in on the right side. I don't know why. But anyway, it, it, it actually came in, and I felt it in my body with me and I was crying I was blubbering I was I barely heard you tell me what my penance was going to be <laughs> and and you I know that you were like over here behind some sort of a shield it seemed and I know you were asking me questions you were telling me don't worry that's just the Holy Spirit 
you know, and I'm like, wow. I mean, I have never felt this kind of bliss before in my life. And, uh, and it was the happiest feeling. It was like a piece of heaven. If that's what heaven is like, or even if that's like one hundredth of what heaven is like, oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, so then you told me to um, go into the church, and I barely remember. I was going to shake your hand, I remember, but my hands had all my... Snot. Snot and everything all <laughs> over them. I mean, you were handing me te- Kleenex. It's like, boom, here's another one. And, and so I was going to shake your hand, and I didn't. You know, uh, we bumped. And then Thank I, you, I, by the way. <laughs> we, we, and then I walked into the church, and all that walk, I still was, was with the Holy Spirit. And when I got into the church, I, the church was empty, and it was beautiful because it was empty at that moment. And I laid my coat down, and I don't know why, but I went and I laid it on the steps right underneath the the hanging uh, Christ. And I felt so at peace there, and I was so thankful to him. And I just kept saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And and I think somebody walked in and walked out and walked in and walked out a couple of times. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, it's you can go now. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I got up and I, I walked out. And that I'll tell you what, that day... I was floating, and and it's never really left me a hundred percent. And it's and, then just, you, and then you were confirmed. So you I was were confirmed. confirmed. Yeah. Um, we have we have just two minutes here. So uh, confirmed. On you pick. You're a poet. You love poetry. Yes. And you you picked Saint John of Saint the Cross. Saint John of the Cross for that very reason. Oh. Yes, for that very reason. And and the more I read of Saint John, uh, the more I realize how much we have in common. We we both ha- had. Two siblings. We both had uh, a destitute mother, uh, you know, and and so much of his life seems to uh, to reflect or to to precede uh, uh, what I'm what my life is like, and and so I, I'm I'm glad I picked uh, Saint John. He's going to be with me a long time. And then we confirmed you on his feast day. Yes, on my, oh, my on goodness. his feast day. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. Talk about, remember I said everything's working yes. out, boom dee boom buddy boom You know, it's like one of those things. Give me a fist bump. I need uh. something. <laughs> <laughs> I need a little bit of <laughs> No, I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, it's, this is why I wanted you on the air to share your story. I mean, it's, you know, we got about a minute left. Is there any, in, anything else you want to say in regards to your experience or anything you want to tell the listeners? Well, yeah, I want to I express that uh, for me... Um, the Holy Spirit is love. It's the feeling of love. And you can't, you can't explain it. You can't grasp it. You can't, you can't touch it. But it's love. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a time when I was really depressed when I had just about given up on love. I thought, you know, you know maybe it's not the all-powerful force that I thought that it was. And then... Once again, I met Teresa, and uh, I realized love is much, it's so there, and it's so powerful, and it overcomes everything. Today's Mass, our first reading at Mass today was the word God is love. Yeah, God. God. First letter of John. Yeah. Well, yeah, David, thank you very much for your story. Thank you for for allowing me to... to, to it, express my joy. It's great. It's so and that's great. why I wanted you on because it was it's so abundantly clear. And uh, I hope to see you at class tonight. Yeah, you will. Yeah, okay. Well, good. Okay, good. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much. Thank David. you, Cindy. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much, David. And uh, 
well, Cindy, we're done with another show, except for we've got to call in Therese to give us a little tease of what the Ooh. next show is. Yeah. Thank you, Father. So, just wanted to let everyone know what's going on tom- on tomorrow's Real Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Nick Bedelsky is your host, coming to you live from Rochester, Minnesota. He'll discuss Windows to God with Father Martin Nagy and Andrew Hewitt from The Banquet. We'll talk about a call to help those in need. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. And that's tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Well, Therese, that sounds like a pretty good show, but not as good as the show. Can you say that? Can you say that out loud, Therese? Go ahead. I want to hear you say it. Um, well, I haven't heard that show yet, so we'll have to oh, see. Oh, good answer. <laughs> that is a very good answer. After tomorrow's for you. show, I'll be able to make that judgment. Okay, but. and then you will go on the air at the end of tomorrow's show, and you will say which show is better. Um, no, don't do it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just trying to pin you down here. Come on, Therese. Well, okay, Cindy, so this is a good show. Yeah. In, uh, we had a little glitch, but other than the glitch, yes. I think it went Okay, yeah, fantastic. for the people for the people that are listening, we had a big glitch, and oh. I was getting a little bit fretful because, like, yes, our whole thing were. just You're died. like, we're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah, it's like, it's like nothing was coming on. It's like, it's done. It's like, there's, and we were right in the middle of a great conversation with Joseph Pierce about his new book about oh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth, and that conversation was going so great because it's, like, my topic, but, uh, uh, and then we lost. We lost everything. So... For those that you are listening, there was a, a lot of chaos at the in the in the radio studio today. You're about out the door. I was like, no, 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 come on. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to keep talking to that guy, but it all worked out. I think that the break was extra long, but uh, it uh, it was. We recovered nicely. Well, we'll let the listeners decide about that. Thank goodness for Sam. Shout out to Sam. She's the one that figured it out. Yeah, she wasn't at her desk at the moment though. But I anyhow, know. we got we got it. Yeah, so got it. anyhow, let's why don't we uh, we got just a few seconds here. So why don't we end with a prayer? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we offer you prayers of thanksgiving for this show for our guests. We pray that our listeners have been inspired in some way or another to grow closer to you by listening in. We ask all this through Christ our Lord, and may Almighty God bless you all in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Until next time, one month from now, we will have the next Duluth edition of Real Presence Live. God bless you, everybody. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.